Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on to the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one floating people minute at a time. I'm your host, John S. Brig Esquire. <laughs> Rocky Theodore Logan. And everyone's favorite, the Royal Ugly Dude. What do you mean by floating? There are a couple, there's three floaters in this movie, man. Look at them sitting over there. They're just floating, right? They're credited as the most important people in the world. That's their credits. Right. We've talked about this already. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, well, it's in the movie. It's not spankable, all right? So, by the way, I stole the spankable idea from the podcast Freedom, starring Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, and another guy, I forget his name. Mr. Peanut Butter? Mr. Peanut Butter. Uh, yeah. Is that spankable? What? Did bring I mention up, Paul F. Tompkins? Bring up Mr. Peanut Butter. No. Are you sure they're floating and they're not just sitting on something? What are they sitting on? A floating thing? You can't see. There's nothing beneath them. I think there is. There's nothing beneath them. Uh... They're in darkness for this minute, actually. Uh, what's beneath them? No, no, yeah, but that's way beneath their waist. You think they're sitting on a rim? There's one second left in this minute. I think they're, they're sitting on a big piece of rock that's super uncomfortable. It looks like to me like they're floating. Like their waist levels are at different heights, right? They're floating. Rocky. Floating? I didn't think so at first. What did you think? They were just sitting on something? I think the whole conceit is they're floating. Where are their legs? They're, they're floating. Where are their In legs? There? They're attached to their freaking midsection. You know, Clarence has quite a wide... Well, he's got a little bit of that mansplain. He's got that little of that man size. You know, he's, his legs are spread pretty wide open. He's manspreading? Yeah, look at him. I don't know, man. Look at those knees. Look at the other people. Look at his knees. Yeah, they're out there. That's for sure. Okay, just be... Yeah, I guess. Um, So, the, the dude count. There's one. Where are we, dude? There's a where are we, dude, this minute. And they're playing some good music. Uh, minute begins with Bill finding a good number for the phone. Somehow. And ends with three floating weirdos. Look, they're definitely floating and weirdos. Like they're floating. I don't know how you could say that. Fortress of Solitude again. Exactly. So before well, before we get to the Fortress of Solitude, Bill says he's got he's got one, and then dials uh, them to a place he doesn't know. So where did he dial? Like he's like, oh, I got one. Well, we know where he dialed. Yeah, but he did, when he gets there, he's like, I don't know where we are, dude. So where did he dial? Like what was the listing in the book? Right. Nine. Because a lot of nines. Number nine, number nine, number well, nine. Well, there's an infinite number of numbers in the phone book. He just starts smacking shit. But he says, I got one, dude. Maybe, Not- maybe he hit redial. But that- when Rufus was there. From when Rufus was there, okay, yeah, that would make some, that would make star a lot. Of, he might have started sixty nine. He started sixty nine, dude. At him, that might be what he did. That makes the most sense. <laughs> but wouldn't that have brought him back to star sixty nine? Wouldn't that have just brought him back? No, because here's the thing: star sixty nine doesn't repeat the last number you dialed. It rep- it goes to the last number that dialed you. Ah. In the, the opening scenes of this movie. These the three most important people in the world dial that he booth. Definitely star sixty nine did that. Those so they in the beginning of the movie, the first minute, that booth appears uh no, the booth appears later in the movie when Rufus shows up and they play Father Time. 
right? That scene, right after the, the, the convertible goes away and they play Father Time, we cut to Rufus. They dial the phone. Do you know how to do this? No, wait. Okay, no. Let me think about this. All right, so the opening scene, opening, opening scene, but who is the last number dialed to that phone is my question. Let's just go with it. Was Missy. It, ha- it has to be them because in the beginning of the movie, they call that number, then the phone appears out of the roof as a penis. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, who forgets that? So they call the phone and then the penis comes out. Your description is spot on. So I think it's... A, I think it was he, like a reverse penis, if I recall. Like, who wanted the big end first? Wasn't that the whole deal? Did Star 69 <laughs> exist in 1989? Yes, it did. Come on, yeah. No, I don't think so. I, I think, think so. I think it's a mid-90s thing. No. Nah. Uh, You're... That's horseshit. All right, so Star 69 refers to the last call return, the calling feature. Uh, service code Star 69, da 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 United States... No, they don't give a date on it. They don't give a date on it. Right. So you're wrong. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see a date on that. And then AT&T, da, 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 da. And Israel, Star 42, da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't see a date. Anyway, whatever. Um, So that's what Bill Dottie, Bill Star 69. A lot of editing going on in that minute. But we're going to run out of... I don't actually don't know because this is this might be our shortest minute yet. All right, so the strange music playing when they arrive in the future. Yeah, they don't even recognize it. And they're like, this is the greatest music ever. Most outstanding, brah. He doesn't say dude, so I don't know what he says. He might just say most outstanding or something like that, Keanu. Um, they don't recognize their own music. They don't recognize their own music because I assume it's Bill and Ted music, right? Yeah, it's, got, it's, their, it's stuff from their music. Come on. We'll get into what the, what the actual composer of the song is and all that stuff next minute, because next minute is about as action-packed as this one is. So we're going to save some of that for the next minute. Um, so we got the three most interesting people in the world, the floating people. They're credited. And there's Martha Davis is one. Fee Waybill, which is obviously a phony name, is, number, is uh, the other dude. Martha Davis is obviously the woman. So you get a movie, Obviously. you use a uh, fake name? Uh, no, he's a, he's a musician. They're all musicians. Oh. So Martha Davis uh, was in the new wave group, The Motels. Do we know that group? Do we, Never we, heard of The Motels. Can't give you nothing about them. She achieved two number nine. Two number nine. Only number, the Lonely to cover. Suddenly Last Summer? I don't know that song either. No, no, no. Only the Lonely. Oh, it's like an Everly Brothers or something like that? Uh, only Lonely. That's the original version of it. But. Uh, she's she on some Breaking Bad? Soundtracks. She made, suddenly last summer, made the a No Rough Stuff type deal episode of Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, like this is her, her IMDb credit. She's an actress in like nothing besides this. But she had some soundtracks. Sopranos. How'd she get in this? She needs the producers or whatever? I have no idea. Um, and the actress credit she has is this movie. And like the motels live, right, that's it. Yeah, nothing. I don't care about the motels. So I don't know anything about her. Fee Way Bill. He was um, in a band called. Where's his band? Oh, the Tubes. <laughs> I think I may have heard of the Tubes actually. You've heard of the Tubes? I've never heard of the Tubes. They're on a bunch of soundtracks. They're on Deuce Bigelow, right? <laughs> European gigolo. gigolo the oh, dude. the European one, right, right, right. Yeah, they sent. Yeah, her their song "She's a Beauty" ended up on that one. The Miami Vice episode in 1984. Yeah, they're really, really not gonna WKRP. So uh, Rob Schneider, like or dislike? 
Do we have an opinion on Rob Schneider? Uh, do we, Rob Schneider is a carrot. And he, what, what he's going to find out is he's in the Madden NFL 2019. Madden 19? I don't know what that means. Uh, I, we, all know, we all know she's a beauty. You know that song, right? She's a beauty. That uh, She's electric. Step right up and don't be shy. I don't know. I'm, try, I'm trying to talk about. She's a beauty. She's one in a million girls. Well, isn't Rob Schneider like a? Is he a Trump guy? Or you just an, he's just an anti. He's, he's, he's an Adam Sandler guy. But he's like an anti. He's on Twitter like saying liberals suck and all this, right? I got in trouble for it or something like that. But he's he's like, hey, he'd be like the, he was a. Copy, hey, make a copy. Yeah. Look at the toad. Look at uh, the, you look can at do Joey. it. Yeah. yeah, the Scottmeister, the Scottman, making yeah. copies. Yeah. He had a run, man, when he was doing like, yeah, Robert. He's still running. Like he was Deuce Bigelow. He was the animal. He was the hot chick. He was. You can do it. And, and um, the, the water boy. The water boy. Yeah, yeah. He was the delivery guy and Big Daddy. Right to me, that's his perfect sort of yeah, like role is pop when in, he's the, the pop the in or like a little moment. Yeah, uh, I did enjoy. You the can't first lead a movie. I mean, do speak. What do you mean he can't lead a movie? He's led, he's led many a movie. I know he has, but I'm just saying the movies he leads suck. Like Chris Kattan. The movies where <laughs> Chris, no, he is way better than Chris yeah. Kattan. I, really? What about the yes. movie where he's a mobster, Chris Kattan? Right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Isn't his joke? Columbo is his dad, and he's like inheriting the mob family. Or First something. off, Columbo, Peter Colum- Falk. Peter Falk is his dad as the mob boss. That's Chris Kattan we're talking about. It's like Corky Romano is the name of the movie. Oh, I've heard of that movie, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Rob Schneider's all right. Yeah, I don't hate him. Like he, he, he made his run. The hot chick. The his animal. daughter. His daughter is not very attractive, but she sings a couple songs. My kids like that. L King. You lead out with he's not. She's not attractive. Fuck you, man. What the fuck. Yeah, dude. Is that all women are worth to you? Trouble. I'm going to be in trouble now, aren't I? Here's his run, I guess, right here, right? 1999. This is peak Schneider. Deuce, 1999. Yeah, right. That's where he would be. Little Nicky, number two. Is he Hitler or something? Yeah. Or the townie he plays. The Animal, he led that movie too. Uh, Mr. D. Yeah, most of these, he's just, the, yeah. the, the, these, Sandler puts him in. When he plays a bit role, he's fantastic. The hot he's chick. The movie, he can't. The hot chick, it. he's leading that. Right. Um, you know what's the best the movie on this list? The best movie on this list is Grandma's Boy. That is a funny movie. Not Click? Well, no, Grandma's see. Boy. Grandma's Boy is the best movie. You've on never seen Grandma's Boy? I have. Many times. It's all. It's no Sandler, but it's all the Sandler like bit people that are in it. It's a great movie. American version. This has to be like a spoof on American Pie. Uh, nope. But it's not. I don't, I don't know what it is. I've never heard Bo Burnham. That sounds familiar. Why do I know Bo Burnham's name? Why are we Why are we doing this? I'm slipping through Rob Schneider. We're killing, we're killing time here, man. We're killing time. Let's kill some time with somebody in our movie. Clarence Clemens? Yes. What do you have to say about Clarence Clemens? Well, I mean, he's part of the infamous, you know, E Street Band, right? Max Weinberg? <laughs> yeah, Max Weinberg. Little Steven Van Zandt. Oh, yeah. Pa, yeah, that's from Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is a... He is uh Well, he throws a bandana on... He's Silvio from... He throws a bandana on his head. He's in the East Street Band. He takes it off. He's in the Sopranos. Like, that's how it works, right? I don't have much to say, but he's 6'5". He's nicknamed as Big Man. The Big Man. The whole story about how he joined the band. Tell me. I don't know the story. You never heard of the story? You never been to a Bruce show? No. 
Well, Bruce tells it a lot of different ways, but essentially, I don't know, I guess uh, Clarence Clemens was in some other band, and for some reason they were in Asbury Park. Why the hell you'd be in Asbury Park and trying to be in a band? I know that's the name of a Springsteen album. What's that? That's the name of a Springsteen album, Asbury Park. Well, that's where Bruce is from. So, I understand why Bruce was kind of from there, but, like, why you, he would be in a band there, and he was between sets, he went over to go see Bruce Springsteen playing with the Bruce Springsteen band, not the East Street band. He went to open the door... The wind caught the door, knocked it off, but flying down the street. The door broke, and he's a big six foot five man. Came walking in and says, I want to play with you. And Bruce says, You can be whatever you want. He got up on stage that night, started playing his saxophone while Bruce's band was playing, and the big man joined the band. Well, according to this quote, uh, the first time I played, I'll never forget that moment. I felt like I was supposed to be there. It was a magical moment. He looked at me, and I looked at him, and we fell in love. And that's still there. That's a Claire Clemens personal quote. Feels like you'll be back in like teenage. <laughs> <laughs> Say, uh, you had black bands and you had white your white bands and you mixed two, you found less places to play. That's what he says. I grew up a very religious background, I got into soul music, who cares? Uh, I'm not out to get laid every night, I'm not looking to bomb cocaine or weed. I just want to be clear, just want to clear my head and see what living on the planet is really like as normal. Well, almost normal human being. I don't uh, get that. So not that he doesn't want to get bombed on cocaine or weed. But does that mean he would do some cocaine or weed? He's ambiguous about that. He doesn't say I full stuff on the He just wants to know what it's like to be a normal I human. I feel Bruce is always ambiguous. I feel there was a moment where Bruce was kind of like on that drug side of things. What, Bruce? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was big in the 80s and so in the late 70s. 70s. No, 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 in the 70s. That's so he did, he did coke. I mean, give me a break. How do you avoid it? Like, it was being put in front of him. He did it. Bruce? He's still rocking. Like, you got to be up for those kind of concerts. Like, you got to be um, up. Have you seen Bruce lately? I think, I, if you could have, I wish I had the energy because he's 70 years old. He puts on a, a banging performance. I just saw a thing on, uh, on Reddit. I don't think he's doing coke. Not now, sir. He'd probably be dead. If you're, well, I don't know. Mick Jagger's still alive. No, Mick Jagger's going under surgery. Yeah, but he's going to be all right. Like, but no, your 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 better point is Keith Richards is still alive. Yeah, Keith Richards is still alive. Yeah, exactly. He's the point that some people are just meant to be able to do drugs. Like some people can just do it. I hear you. Yeah, if you can make it past your first two years or whatever, then you're probably make it through. As long as you avoid heroin consistently. Keith didn't avoid heroin. Yeah, but he's not doing it every day. There probably was a point in Keith's life. Or he's smart enough to like, all right, only one dose. Still, the man probably still smokes two packs a day. One dose a day or something. Like, yeah, as long as you don't just jam heroin in your arms all day, all the time, then you'll be all right. I've never done heroin, so I don't know. Me neither, but it can't be good. I don't know. So what else you got Clarence Clemens? I mean, he died a couple of years ago. His son's now playing with Bruce. I don't know, card bit. I got nothing else. Oh, war. Can we watch the minute again? You want to watch the minute? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I can come up with something to talk about. All right. Here we go. We haven't played war in a while. Oh, we've got Billy pulled out his gun. Like, now he pulls out his gun, not when the dude's chasing him. The dude, the dude with the mace, rolling the whole time. Pulls up to the phone booth, and while it's there, he does not swing the mace. He waits until it particleizes to swing the mace. So that guy's about the worst there was ever. He's not a good mace, man. No. It's weird telling me. No, but... They're, and they're definitely floating, dude. Look at them. They're fucking floating. I, you know, I don't know what rock you think they're sitting on comfortably. Ooh, I might have a winner. The question is, like, why... I got a winner! 
Why are they sitting there just doing nothing? Like they're just waiting. Oh, no, they're waiting. They know this is gonna happen. How do they know it's gonna happen? Because they're in the future. But then they can't see their own future. This is in their future. Like they're living, and this is their future. Like this is their. This pre- already happened. Yeah, but they don't know all of history. They they haven't gone a thousand years forward and read their own history, have they? Is it all faded? Is that what you're trying to say? They know they've met this moment already. No, they don't. This is just happening to them for the first no, time. No, I can't be. Yes, it is. This is the first time it's happening. It's to impossible that it's happening for the first time. To them. From their perspective, it's happening the first time. This is the Come problem. On, you remember the last time you talked about This is the problem with time travel. I remember. It doesn't work. I believe lost rules. Lost rules. This is the first time it's happening to them. So they're experiencing it for the first time. No, I don't think so. I think it's already canonized. They, this is our, This is part of the canon. Is it? So yes. they, they know this is going to happen? It's going to happen, yes. How do they know that? Because it's part of the future canon. So, so they have to be there. Every, they know every moment of their lives is dictated? It's why the That's what we got does doing. not have we, infinite numbers. <laughs> well, we did talk about this. This whole thing is there is no free will. This is all just destiny. So they, and they know that they know they, they, they know God's story. They know the whole thing. Yeah, just like Moses knew we had to be on that mountain. I hear you. All right, so play a game of war. Yeah, let's play some war. All right. Uh, w a r flip. Flip. All right, so we got Bill and Ted cards. I have what might be the ugly goat dude in the picture. The gnarly goat dude. Remember him? Don't ruin yeah. it. Don't ruin it. That's that's pretty gnarly. Let's see who's gonna win. I think I only got one winner here. Well, no, no, no. Well, play a card. You don't get to pick. Pick one. Oh, uh, I'm going to play this one. It's like yeah, the play, you play it down and play it. Rufus and Bill and Ted. And Bill and Ted. I got Bill, Ted, and Napoleon. Napoleon on the ground. Well, we already decided Rufus wins. So Yeah, well, Rufus would win this one. And what do you got? I don't know. I kind of like yours. I have the gnarly go Napoleon's on the ground just waiting to be entered. Yeah, well, he's also <laughs> looking right up at Ted's... Right. He's looking right at Ted's jump. With his mouth wide open. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know I mean, you might want to see I, that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I give this one to uh, Logan. Oh, his mouth is gaping. That is yeah. a gaping hole. I'm not sure if it's the gnarly goat dude or the... Uh... No, it's not the gnarly goat dude. It's... Um... <clears throat> so we're changing the Rufus wins everything game? Well, yeah, I mean, if we want to go Rufus wins everything, I'll take it. But I just got to tell you. We're giving it to Rock. All right. Yeah. I'm doing my Dennis Miller. I'm throwing cards. Yeah, what are you doing? All right. One, two, three, shoot. All right. I got soccer to Socrates and uh, Bill's, or Ted's doing the Santa time kind of thing. I got yeah, I got I got Ted doing his little his little Cicero with the with the princesses and Bill. You got two princesses on that two card? Two princesses on this card. Royal. Ooh. Both 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 meekly like kinda of laughing. Um I got Billy, the kid, lassoing somebody. So like Genghis Khan or something? No, it's um, not me. Freud. Yeah, it's Freud. Yeah, Freud. Freud. Yeah, it's true. How do you not recognize him, by the way? Come on, dude. Who I will, I'll take the, the car with my two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the two English gardens. <laughs> oh, man. This is a much better round than I thought. So that's two nothing, Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> the first one of three wins, right? Well, then I'm going to I'm gonna lay it down now. One, two, three, oh, shoot. Boom. Oh. My card's a loser. It's just, Be- <laughs> it's just Beethoven playing the uh, Casio at the uh, mall. What do you got, Royal? All right. You're going to have to make the call here because... I, I got Missy pulling up her stocking. <laughs> Which one's who? I got I mean, you can't know. That's, that's, that, that's, uh, the two heads is winner. Yeah. The two heads? Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's All a, right. 
So they're going through the brothel wall. Yeah. Yeah, the two heads in the brothel wall. Yeah. That's a 100%. Two heads in the brothel wall? Yeah. It is? Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's a winner 100% yeah. of the time. The time. Yeah. 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 So you won that? One. Yeah, it's three already. Yeah. Like that, my brother girl. I, I got a Rufus one here and the thing, and then I just got a, I got a stupid uh, Genghis or... I got... I got Billy the kid punching somebody. I got Socrates and uh, Ted. I was, I was surprised that we went... Things went my way when the uh, Napoleon with his gaping mouth looking at Ted's crotch went my way. I, I was, I was just gonna, I've seen that car before. It was just going to be my day. I've seen, that's when you knew. <laughs> yeah. You saw that car before because... <laughs> yeah, they are a little sticky. <laughs> they really uh, I got a Billy pulling his gun, holding the guys back like, oh, there's my gun. And then I got these guys looking scared at the Circle K when the thing first falls down. And they're outside the circle, okay. I don't know, man. With that, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Dudes.